Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. I repeat, ladies and gentlemen, if you are in possession of any uh, classified documents there in your den or out in the garage or even in your, uh, your car somewhere, we need you to turn those in. Okay, we're trying to round up all classified documents in America, and uh, Joe Biden is is helping us get started. So, should I check in my vintage Corvette? I might have some <laughs> in there. Yeah. All right, uh, Tim Wildman here. Thank you for joining us today on today's issues for this Monday, January the sixteenth. I'm joined by Ed Vitagliano. Good morning, brother Ed. Good morning, Tim feeling a little bit bad last night but you bounced back this morning yeah i have uh most people aren't gonna care about this but i periodically will get what's called cluster headaches and they are extremely painful and when i when i get one it 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 makes me drain and so i was not feeling good yesterday and i thought since my sister my daughter-in-law and one of my grandchildren had covid i thought maybe we had whatever but my wife tested negative uh, I felt great this morning, so, so I'm back little, at it. Okay. Is that like a migraine? What is that? It's similar. Very. It's, I think it, I've had both. I, it's, I think it's more painful than the migraine, but either one of them can be debilitating. And my daughter and I, it's funny, my daughter and I get them at the same time. And I think it has something to do with the, the weather changing and the, the pressure. atmospheric changes. Yeah, but it is extremely painful. That's weird how that how that barometric pressure yeah change affects your uh, sinuses. A lot of people. Yeah, and your headaches. Uh, all right, Christopher. Good morning. You got any physical complaints you'd like I, to discuss? Uh, why? Well, you know, I I did hit forty um, in the recent months, so I am at that point of life now where something does hurt. Just about every time I lay down it or get about up, forty that everything yeah. changes. Yeah, and that's when your metabolism uh, tends to slow down too. I, I can't eat a whole pizza or you know six barbecue <laughs> without paying sandwiches the price. Anymore. Yeah, you know, it's life. Christopher, there's Woodford. a season for everything, as Scripture would tell us. Yes. Right, it's season for pizza. <laughs> I know. Season for not pizza. Oh, we have a guy in IT, uh, and uh, he is notorious. Uh, like he can put down some food. It's it's. Uh, I'm talking about Nick. I mean, it's like unreal what he can eat, and like, where does it go? Uh, and he—he he right, he's got the skinny gene, man. He does. Yes, he uh, does. Uh, and we're not talking about it's skinny not fair. genes that you no, put it's on. Not. It's not fair, but it's—it's it's a reality. I demand health equity. Yeah, <laughs> you want equality of outcome. Talk to your your uh, your Let's ancestors talk. about that. <laughs> um, all right, uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. If you want to, yeah, tell them how if folks want to join us on the internet. Well, if you would like to watch us, okay, do this show, and as we said plenty of times, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to watch us mm-hmm. do radio? There you go. You can go to Facebook and search for Today's Issues and click through, or you can just simply go to our own streaming platform, which, oddly enough, is streaming.afa.net. All righty, so then. I kept that short and sweet. You did, right to the point. Hey, I should I should mention uh, Tim if you don't mind. I don't mind that uh, th- we have uh, this week uh, an uh, AFR American Family Radio campaign with Preborn. 
by the way, folks, it's hard to believe this, but abortion is the leading cause of death in the U.S. and the world. That's stunning. Uh, and so what we do is this week we are partnering with a ministry called Preborn. We're asking you to partner with us to help moms choose life. And so Preborn supports hundreds of Christian pregnancy clinics across the country providing uh, life sa- free life-saving services such as an ultrasound. And the ultrasound allows the mom to hear her baby's heartbeat, uh, to see the precious life within her. When that happens, 80% of the moms choose to keep their baby. So uh, what we're asking is if you would like to join with American Family Radio, a gift of $28 provides one woman seeking an abortion a free ultrasound. $140 obviously provides five free ultrasound sessions. So we're encouraging you, if you can, to join with us as we join with Preborn. Here's the number to call if you would like to donate, 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396. Or you can get more information and don't donate online at AFR.net. You want to find out more information about Preborn? You'll be hearing about that all week on American Family Radio. So we wanted to kick things off on today's issues with that encouragement. All right, Chris, what do you got? Well, we do want to make mention that today is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. today, uh, Junior Day, I should say. Uh, it marks the birth of one Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who was born in 1929. That would make him 94 years old today if he were still alive with us. Uh, King, of course, was a leader of the civil rights movement in the 1950s and 60s. And I didn't realize this until I was uh, getting some information on him today. Uh, He won the Nobel Peace Prize uh, in 1964 and was at that time the youngest person to have done so. Uh, He, of course, was uh, assassinated in April of 1968, but his memory still lives on. And many people um, have all kinds of observations and services and public uh, gatherings uh, in honor of his legacy to uh, share things about him and what he did for the civil rights movement. He was a Baptist minister from from, uh, Birmingham, Mm -hmm. Alabama. And I was reading some of his quotes. He wrote a lot during that era. And uh, I found a quote this morning, which I used in staff devotion. And uh, this is quoting Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He said, I still believe that standing up for the truth of God is the greatest thing in the world. This is the end of life. The end of life is not to be happy. The end of life is not to achieve pleasure and avoid pain. The end of life is to do the will of God, come what may, end of quote. And so, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, Dr. King is a perfect example, I think, of the trouble you run into if you are a Christian and say that Christians should stay out of culture, cultural wars, you should stay out of politics. Right. You shouldn't get involved because, you know what, that doesn't matter. All that matters is going to heaven. Now, obviously, going to heaven is the supreme goal of life, to spend eternity with God through Jesus Christ. And preaching the gospel is the, the core task assigned to the church. But if you're going to argue that Christians should stay out of all this uh, other stuff, then what do you do with someone like Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr.? 
I mean, a Baptist minister who said, you know, what is happening to black people in this country is not right, and we want the laws changed. They boycotted. I mean, there were <laughs> bus boycotts and I think it was Montgomery. Uh, maybe it was Birmingham. Uh, that kind of kicked off the, uh, um, the, the civil rights movement, I think, in 1955. So what do you do with Dr. Martin Luther King if that's your position? Right. If Christians ought to stay out of politics? Yeah. He was wrong to do that? Of course not. Well, uh, the other thing is, uh, is um, this is live radio. Yes. And I'm, I'm headed toward a sneeze. Okay. We'll cover for you. Well, we- I mean, it's, it's, I see the stop sign. <laughs> right there. Okay, I'll try to avoid it. Um, yes, with with uh, with what Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, you know, with the civil rights movement, <coughs> he was not only trying to get the laws changed, but more importantly, or as important, he was appealing to white Christian America to live up to the ideals and the principles of the new Testament. Yes. That's what he was appealing to because, you know, black folks only, uh, well, today make up 13% of the population. <laughs> I don't know what it was back in the sixties, probably about that 10%. So, so you can't make changes, right? You can't outvote. You, yeah. Yeah. You can't make changes if you're 10% of the population. Really? You have to appeal to the majority. And so that's what he was uh that's what he was doing with these messages and sermons and speeches and so forth and marches and so forth. So Right. Anyway, today is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day across the US federal holiday. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, what else, what else you got? Well, uh People are still talking about are people what, still talking, Chris. That, yes, people, <laughs> politicians, Joe Sixpacks, private citizens, what have you, private eyes, in fact. Um, but uh, people are still talking about uh, so-called Garage Gate, as it's now been referred to. Uh, Garage Gate oh, got a name now. It, it, has, it has a name down. Docudrama. Uh, <laughs> that's that's Gate. the best, right there. Yeah, Docudrama. I, I've seen and heard a lot of uh, different things. Um, yeah, many of them tongue in cheek, but we'll stick with Garage Gate now uh, because that's what Foxes and other news outlets have called it, uh, and that is a reference to uh, documents uh, belonging to one Joe Biden from his time as vice president that have been found in various places, including a think tank bearing his name, uh, as well as his uh, document. Uh, that was so long ago. Yes, as well as his garage. When the and, think tank um, papers were class- classified information, right? Classified information. Uh, there there were even reports over the weekend that um, some information was also found inside the house. Uh, and again, he tried Who's to— Who's looking for this stuff? And why now? This is the—that's the, the, that's a great question because this is the weird part of it. Yeah. It's, his, it's White House lawyers, isn't it? Yes, Who at have, this point. Yeah. Well, they're fired. Okay. If I'm Joe Biden, they're fired. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I'm not for covering up stuff. Right. That's that's illegal activity. Mm-hmm. Don't misunderstand me. But since when is it the business of your lawyers to go searching through your home and your think tank and your garage, <coughs> your Corvette, um, <laughs> for papers that are classified which you need to turn over who may this story as i read over the weekend this is a, this is a, like reading a novel and you have to start halfway through it 
you don't are watching a movie and you get you know you're an hour into it mm-hmm. and you walk in the room and say what's going yeah, on right uh-huh. right so explain to me the what's what the story is here and then people say well we can't we can't we can't explain it to you right uh, so this is really weird a weird story may I offer a suggestion may I, no not it's not a suggestion an observation. This, oh, yes. This is where y'all say, please do. Yes, you're the president. You, okay, well, you I mean, want. I still please. need affirmation on, on that. Uh, uh, we the, we the, affirm you, Tim. For the benefit of the listeners. Yeah, who think we I'm, affirm you. Okay, okay. You affirm me? We affirm you. <laughs> we all need affirmation, though, don't we? I do. All right, so anyway, I'm going to say out loud what a lot of people are thinking. <clears throat> I have no evidence for this. It's, I'm without evidence. This is just pure speculation on my part, so take it for what it's worth. Okay. I think Biden's being sabotaged by the Democrats because they don't want him to run in 2024. I think this is an inside job. And you're not going to find many Democrats come to his defense or try to rescue him from the special counsel. So, in fact, a lot of them are saying, I I agree with this special counsel. This is a good idea. Uh, Number one, there's no defense for this. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to defend the undefensible, right? It is very difficult, even for Democrats. So... You got three or four different places where these where these papers are being found that are classified. It's not. I'm not laughing because that's funny. Because there may be top uh, sensitive information that's floating around out there uh, that Biden shouldn't have taken. <clears throat> and by Biden taken, I don't mean he necessarily personally did the did this. <clears throat> I'm saying the people who work for him did, and and uh, he's responsible ultimately for <clears throat> for having possession of these uh, classified documents. But what do you think about that? What do you think about my wild conspiracy theory? Well, I'll tell you, Tim, uh, I'm, I, I, I love the view uh, uh, that the, the ABC hard news program. The it's view, a deep thinker show. It's, it's, it's for deep thinkers. So uh, they are saying that they believe that Republicans mm-hmm. planted these documents. Uh-huh. I think that was Joy Behar who, suggested that no it was sonny hostin oh was it sonny hostin okay uh so um which i I think has a lot of creeds now follow me here all right we're following you so the republicans in anticipation of joe biden becoming president two years ago over two years ago while biden was still vice president took that would have been six years ago ed yeah, uh, yes, that's right, because it was before Trump. Yeah. That's right. I'm good with math. Like you that. are. Oh, hey, listen. It's kind thank, of core math. Thank you. Thank you for that. So six years ago, at least, Republicans took these confidential classified documents and planted them in the Biden Center. What, what, what's the Which name? It didn't even exist at the, the time. Biden even Center ex- for this and that. But they knew that they were going to rent out this place. Right. And then in his home... And snuck into his his uh, well fortified garage where he keeps his car, which back. was locked. He told which Peter was Newsom. locked. Not like it was out on the yeah, highway that's there. Right. Okay. So and planted the documents in case Biden became president. Number one, and number two, in case the Department of Justice went after <clears throat> former President Trump at Mar-a-Lago for having classified documents. And I just want to say I agree with the ladies on the View. Uh, right. Because that makes Republicans the smartest people in the world. So yeah, that's my, that's my to, theory. To be able to see see six years ahead in time. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And and what's weird is obviously, folks, that was tongue firmly planted in cheek. But uh, what's weird is that Sonny Hassan or whoever, because I think I think all the hens, I mean, all the ladies on the View uh, uh, clucked in. You know, I mean, Whoa, what? agreed wow. with Sonny Hostin about her uh, her idea. Yeah. That was when there was one group of classified documents. Now we're up to four different batches, right? Right. Yes, uh, approximately. And that's just the ones that we know about. And I only word it that way because when it comes to the first batch, the one at the so-called think tank, uh, we learned uh, in the last week or 10 days or so that they actually knew about the existence of those around the same time as the midterms. Yes, and we November only found 2nd. out about it in the in the last few weeks. I, I actually had the Sonny Halston audio from last week well, in today's hear. mix. I took it out to cut down on the number of clips today. Uh, it aired last Chris. week, if you can find it somehow. That's, that's, no, that's me. all right. That's so, okay. So, uh, so what do you think about my conspiracy theory? All right. I, I I think that is I think that's possible. I, I don't think I don't think there was any premeditation on the part of Republicans, obviously, or on the part of Democrats. However, now that this is unfolding the way it is unfolding, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised to see some in the Democratic Party establishment take advantage of this situation the Department of Justice investigation of it, okay, take advantage of it to move President Biden off the platform, so to speak, as a uh, candidate for president in 2024. In other words, it's after the fact. <clears throat> they don't right. want to have to use the 25th Amendment. They don't. Nobody wants to be the ones to say he's not fit to run for re-election. We all know that, so we're going to have to incur. We're going to have to. We're going to have to make sure he doesn't. Nobody in the Democratic Party wants to do it that way. But this way, I I, I, I don't think that's beyond the possibility. All right. So today, uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre will, I'm assuming, will hold her uh, press briefing, mm-hmm. her daily press briefing. That's the White House spokesperson. Uh, she's going to be asked about the the uh, these documents and these now four places they've been found, which are classified government documents, by the way. Uh, that shouldn't that that uh, Biden shouldn't have taken from right wherever he took them from when he was vice president. He left the White House. He took them with mm-hmm. him. So six years ago, there uh, maybe is maybe some. I mean, is there any other time frame that he could have taken them? Uh, anyway, at some point, his eight years as VP. All right, she's going to be asked about this. I'll tell you a couple things that I'm getting a little bit tired of mm-hmm. with Kareem <clears throat> Jean Pierre. And you're doing well with that name. Um, I'm, you're killing I've it. I've been practicing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Practice yeah. makes perfect. It does. And <clears throat> today she's going to say, her, her, this is her go to on, on almost any, any hard questions that she has come her way that she views as uh, hard, difficult. She's going to say, I will refer you to, you watch this. Uh, she's going to break a record today for I will refer you to. Right. She's going to, today she's either going to say, I will refer you to the Department of Justice mm-hmm. or I will refer you to the White House Counsel. And to which if I were a reporter, I would say, well, why don't you go get them? There are three offices down the hall here. 
Why don't you yeah. go get them? Uh, she's going to say, "I will refer," and she's going to say, uh, "As you, as I, I will repeat, the president takes us seriously." Mm-hmm. She'll say that, <clears throat> and uh, and oh, and she'll say, "This is under investigation by the special counsel. I can't comment." Which that, is what the Department of Justice will also say <laughs> right. when the reporters call the DOJ yeah. and say, "Corinne Jean Pierre said for us to ask you." And the DOJ is going to say we can't. Comment and you know what? There's no need for all that. There's no need for all that. Uh, all you need to do is uh, here's what Joe Biden needs to do today. He needs to walk in that press conference, and say, "Kareen, uh, uh, I got this." Okay, uh, listen up, folks. I'm going to tell you the story here. When we moved out of the White House, when we moved out of the Vice President's office, uh, a bunch of boxes got taken with a bunch of papers in them, and I didn't go through them all. And I'm, and I guess what, uh, uh, Paul Sanders did. Okay. Yeah. And Paul is no longer on staff here. He's working in California for some gas station. <laughs> All right. And so, uh, you want to go talk to Paul on why he took the papers and the boxes that he did. We had them marked mm-hmm. and he took the wrong ones. So that's what happened right there. Nothing nefarious. Uh, you know, I, I, I got one of them right here. See here. I was dealing with the Iranians. Yeah, uh, President Obama. Now this is no longer important. We and uh, so, uh, so that's all this is. And so I'm guilty of sin, if you want to say, am I in possession in my home and my offices of classified information which should have never been taken out? Guilty as charged. And so, anybody got any questions here? I'm I, I'm I'm the one responsible for this. They were found in my garage, right. in my house, and in my uh, think tank. So I'll answer questions. It's not fair to put Corrine Jean-Pierre, KGP, KJP, over here to tell you to, to refer you to the Department of Justice because I'm over the Department of right. Justice. I'm their boss, mm-hmm. and uh, and so and then and but the, he also does need to say uh, that the reason I criticized former President Trump so harshly for the documents that were found at Mar-a-Lago is because. He's a Republican and I'm a Democrat. Yes. So everyone here except for Peter Ducey from Fox News, wink, wink, you know how to cover this. Right. Because he was harsh in his criticism of Trump. Yeah, and you know what? All his, all his excuses, it sounds to me like, you know how you used to give excuses in high school to your parents about something? Right. They said, I don't really care about your excuses. Did you and you say, but so and so did so and so? I don't care. Right, I'm not their dad. Uh, you remember those? Answers? Oh yes, yes I do. <laughs> okay, so it's the same thing. Biden and Corinne Jean Pierre can say, but Trump. Okay, all day, every day. I don't care about but Trump. <clears throat> I care about what you did. Mm-hmm. Right. You're if you're if you're going to take personal responsibility for your actions, then don't talk about other people. All right, and it's, and it's also interesting to me, at least when uh, what was uh, uh, Corinne Jean Pierre's uh, predecessor, Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki. Mm-hmm. Well, they got the names for these people, don't they? <laughs> KJP, Jen Psaki. Circle back, circle back. Uh, <clears throat> I remember her saying a bunch. We're not going to talk about the past administration, the previous administration. We're gonna, uh, we're not going to talk about the man who was president before us. We're we're talking about our stuff. We're not going to talk about them. Yeah. And they do that in, unless it comes in a situation like this when they want to do a comparison. When it's convenient. When it's, when it's convenient. 
So you're going to – and you you may get from KJP today, but uh, let me just compare you to what the previous uh, president has done. Anyway, just count the – I will refer you to today in her uh, press briefing, which probably is another hour or so, right? Uh, it'll be – it's usually early afternoon. Again, I'm using my sick days if I'm her. <laughs> well, PTO. Who's with me on that? All right, we'll be back momentarily. Stay with us. AFA is no longer dependent on Facebook or YouTube to live stream our original programming. As of now, American Family Radio shows like Today's Issues, The Court, Airing the Addisons, and The Hamilton Corner are streaming live on the AFA streaming app. Independent live streaming is the next step as we come out from among them and separate ourselves unto the Lord. Search AFA Streaming or visit streaming.afa.net to sign up. Ever wanted to take a tour of somewhere you've always desired to see, but you didn't want to work at putting the whole thing together? Well, guess what? Problem solved. If you've been wanting to go to our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., but you don't want to have to map out everything and plan everything, we've got it all solved for you. Our spiritual heritage tours, all you got to do is show up and get on the bus and have a smile on your face. That's all you got to do. And the rest is taken care of. In June and September, we'll see our nation's capital together. Believers and listeners from all over the country. The website for the dates, the cost, and everything you need to know about these two trips in June and September is spiritualheritagetours.com. Spiritualheritagetours.com. We also go to Colonial Williamsburg and Jamestown in September. Spiritualheritagetours.com. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. Liberty University's K-12 Online Academy is the best of a homeschool, private school, and Bible-based education all rolled into one. With LUOA, you can take charge of your child's learning environment and create a structured yet flexible schedule that works for your family. Our qualified teachers are easily accessible for guidance and support along the way. And with new classes starting every Monday, it's never too late to make the switch to LUOA. To learn more, text LUOA to 88741. That's LUOA to 88741. Teachers in Arkansas will no longer be allowed to teach critical race theory. Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders signed an executive order that bans educators from teaching kids that black people are the oppressed and white people are the oppressors. It's government-sanctioned indoctrination. Governor Sanders says schools need to get back to teaching reading, math, and science instead of white privilege and systemic racism. And she promised voters she would never allow taxpayer-funded schools to brainwash our kids with a far-left political agenda. Now, Huckabee said that our kids and children will learn that the identity that truly matters is the one we all share, our identity as children of God and citizens of the United States. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is how Republicans should govern, stand on a firm foundation girded by the U.S. Constitution and the Holy Bible. Be sure to get a copy of my book, Culture Jihad, at ToddSterns.com. In him we were also chosen as God's own, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything by the counsel of his will, in order that we, who were the first to hope in Christ, would be for the praise of his glory. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11 and 12. American Family Radio. 
This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Today's issues, the name of this show, I'm Tim with Ed and Chris. We thank you for... Uh, for uh, joining us today. Yes, sir. I, I do want to make mention of the fact during the break, I checked our uh, Facebook comments and Patricia raises a good question. Will uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre hold the press conference today since it's a federal holiday? Patricia, I would refer you to <laughs> whitehouse.gov and they are saying there are uh, there is a live event today, but it looks like it's going to be President Biden's uh, comments regarding Martin Luther King Jr. Day, uh, we're not sure if there will be a press briefing, but Patricia's probably right. You think there he'll probably answer, will you not th- be. He pro- he's probably not going to answer any questions <clears throat> unless they're yelled out and he decides to respond. Right. But uh, So Corinne Jean-Pierre has, will probably have the day off, and she will probably enjoy it because she does not have to answer any questions about this. All right, Christopher, next story. Uh, This one relates to the Biden administration uh, and another investigation, that one being the Hunter Biden uh, situation and whether or not uh, the big guy uh, was aware and had a role in uh, Hunter's business dealings. Uh, And it's had a lot of people talking already today. Um, Fox News just did a segment on this. Newsmax hit it hard earlier this morning as well. Uh, Chuck Todd, host of MS uh, or NBC's Meet the Press uh, show, on Sunday, he had uh, Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin on to talk about the Biden scandals and whatnot. And uh, Chuck Todd, uh, as many Democrats often do, they, they generally bring up something to try to say, well, you Republicans aren't investigating this, so why are you concerned about this situation with the documents when you didn't go after all that? You know, um, It's one of umpteen examples uh, from the Democrat-run media here. But it's Chuck Todd bringing up the lack of investigation by Republicans over Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, in a discussion about Hunter Biden, clip three. Were you at all concerned? Uh, Your Senate Democrats want to investigate Jared Kushner's uh, loan from the Qatari government when he was working in the government negotiating uh, many things in the Middle East. Are you not as concerned about, are you not concerned about that? And I say that because it seems to me if you're concerned about what Hunter Biden did, you should be equally outraged about what Jared Kushner did. I, I'm, I'm concerned about getting the truth. I don't target individuals, target individuals. You, just, I target you don't? The you're targeting Hunter Biden my, my, my multiple concern, times my on this show, my, Senator. You're targeting an Chuck, individual. Chuck, my, my concern, my, you know, Chuck, you know, part, part of the problem, and, and this is pretty obvious to anybody watching this, is you don't invite me on to interview me. You invite me on to argue with me. You know, I'm just trying to lay out the facts that... Certainly, Senator Grassley and I uncovered. They were suppressed. They were censored. They interfered in the 2020 election. Conservatives understand that. Unfortunately, liberals in the media don't. And that's part of the things yeah. that uh, part, of, part of the reasons our politics are inflamed is we do not have an unbiased uh, media. We don't. It's unfortunate. I'm all for a free press. Well, it needs Senator, to be more unbiased. Senator, There's look, misinformation is, look, go on to both partisan, sides, but the Senator, censorship and Senator, suppression look, we're trying to primarily do issues here in from fact. the left. Partisan cable. Look, you can go back on your partisan cable cocoon and talk about media bias all you want. I understand it's part of your identity. Chuck Todd is just a jerk. He, well, that's that. That's 
that's just being a jerk. Yes, and let me point out, uh, and I just shared all these links on our Facebook page, in August of 2014, at a White House press briefing, then-President Barack Obama called Chuck Todd the big cheese. Uh, the big cheese, oh, the top dog kind mm-hmm. of thing? Yeah. No, listen, you can be a journalist or you can be a jerk, and I don't like using words like that, but that's that's terrible behavior for a journalist and interviewer is that does he is that meet the press yes okay that used to be a when journalism was journalism that used to be a good hard-hitting news show where you had actual interviews that is just further proof that chuck todd and the rest of these clowns are democratic party hacks and they will do everything in their power to defend the democratic brand and that means as far as I can tell, they are enemies of conservatives. And I don't know why Ron Johnson goes on programs like that, because that's the way you're going to get treated. Let me say something else about what he's talking about there, what uh, Chuck Todd's interviewing. And he's bringing up Jared Kushner, mm-hmm. who is the son-in-law of Donald Trump, right? who worked in the White House. <clears throat> Donald Trump worked mm-hmm. in the White House. Yeah. But uh, Jared Kushner did, too. And what Chuck Todd is saying was, He's accusing Jared Kushner of cutting financial deals while working in the White House with international companies or something and, and making making personal profit off of it. That's what he's saying, right? Yeah, they, the, the gov- with the government of Qatar. You know what I would say, uh, Chuck? You know what? We've had a Democrat Senate, a Democrat House, a Democrat White House, and uh, a Democrat uh, Justice Department for the last two years. Why don't you ask them why they didn't investigate Jared Kushner? Yeah, good point. It's not my job. Right. Huh? It's their job. They had control. They could have done whatever well, they wanted to. Chuck Todd's with the point he was trying to make is that the Republicans want to go after <clears throat> Hunter Biden with House investigations and committees. So why didn't the Republicans go after Jared Kushner? By the Democrats? Well, I'm I'm saying why don't the Republicans now want to I guess go after Jared Kushner? I just want to just say that to to Chuck Todd are are you are you saying whether it's Jared Kushner or Hunter Biden or the big guy, if that refers to President Joe Biden, are you saying it's okay for people to cut deals with foreign governments right. and get paid for it, whether they're Republicans or Democrats? That's what I would start with. Because Chuck Todd, Chuck Todd there from NBC is acting like uh, he he he's good with it. If it's it, Hunter Biden. If it's Hunter Biden, so he's going to talk about Jared Kushner. Yeah. And and uh, I think that was the answer, if I'd have been Ron Johnson, would have been, uh, why don't you ask the Democrats? They've had control for two years. If they, if they want to go after uh, and investigate Jared Kushner, uh, they can do it. Or the Senate. The Senate, or the Senate. could do it now. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I, I, I understand what Chuck Todd's trying to say. Here's here's the problem with what he is saying, though, is if if you are going to, if you're arguing if you're saying, Chuck, if you're saying that uh, Republicans prefer to go after Democrats and Democrats prefer to go after Republicans, well, you win the duh award <laughs> of the day because that shouldn't be a shocker. What what Ron Johnson makes, the point he makes is, Chuck, your job, yes, your job is to be unbiased and you're not. Yeah. So epic yeah. fail for you. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't sound like Chuck Todd's done uh, done any independent investigating of 
the Hunter Biden laptop story. Right, Mr. And, Journalist. And, and I, let me just say this, too, that because that, it kind of gets lost sometimes, and it's kind of like uh, Hillary Clinton's emails. People are going, what do we, what do we, emails? What do we care about people's emails for? Or, or what do we care about Hunter, Hunter Biden's laptop? Who cares about that? That's his own personal business. No, that, that's why it's, it's uh, this is often confused on uh, presented in a confusing way on purpose by the liberal media because they don't want to talk about the real issue here. <clears throat> the real issue here is what the, what the Republicans are trying to try to get to the bottom of, and what and what a real independent uh, Justice Department would be investigating is, and the FBI has had this laptop right. Yes, the, uh, the the contents of the laptop had been exposed to the world, right? Uh, after he left it at that shop, Hunter Biden did. <laughs> well, the Bidens they just they they're real winners on on keeping up with stuff, aren't they? It's like taking uh, the smoking gun and, somewhere and saying, "Hey, uh, let's I got work those classified classified documents with Iran." Let's see, uh, <laughs> box number. I think Put it's over the there box. the box of recipes. But, yeah, I think they're under the. <laughs> recipes and my old hats from uh, yeah look under there see and then you got hunter biden turning in his laptop to a to a repair shop and he never goes back to get it by the way we would never have learned what was on that laptop if the guy who owned the shop right hadn't released it turned it over he turned it over the fbi didn't he did he give it to but didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he Rudolph copy, Giuliani didn't he copy first? The, the hard drive or something like that, and give it to, to Rudy Giuliani. But, but then we still never know. But there's some way that the the New York Post was the one who verified all the emails. Oh yeah. The and here's here's the, here's the bottom line. What what the it's not the sordid uh, personal problems that that uh, Hunter Biden had. He was he was a drug addict. He used prostitutes left and right. I mean, he was a he was a bad guy, terrible, immoral person. But that's that's his personal problems. What's important on the uh, emails is the international business deals that he was doing while his daddy was vice president. Right, he was killing it on things. You were going, hmm. He has no expertise in this area. There must be something to it. So there's something other something other something to it was it appears that these governments, uh, China being one and others, Ukraine being another one, were buying favors from the United States White House and vice president by hiring the son of the vice president so they could have access. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what everybody, I mean, that's what it certainly what it looks like. And so that's and then did 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 then Vice President Biden make money off of it himself? Right. That's the second issue here. So uh, that's what hasn't been investigated. This is what the when you talk about the quote Hunter Biden laptop, that's what the Republicans are talking about that needs to be investigated. And, uh, and let me just let me just say my own personal opinion. Yeah. If Jared Kushner did something illegal. Right. He should be prosecuted too. Yeah, I don't think anybody should be getting away with right. and, and and that that kind of behavior is as old as politics, and it didn't start in in seventeen seventy six either. Okay, so well, this has been going on as long as there have been governments. If you do something illegal and you get caught, you should be prosecuted. 
And if you haven't gotten caught and there's a likelihood that you did something wrong, you should be investigated. I don't care if it's Republican administration or Democrat. But Chuck Todd and the the mainstream media do not do the job from a journalistic standpoint that they're called to do. And it hurts. It hurts our republic. No, in fact, they they're <laughs> they're on the other team. Yes, by other I mean the Democrats and the liberals. And and then Elon, no no more, nobody's proven that even more than uh, nobody's proven that more the last couple months than Elon Musk with what he's uncovered at Twitter, right? And how the FBI was trying to get Twitter to mm-hmm. do their bidding, huh? Yeah, but I will say this. I do want to congratulate the FBI for uncovering who leaked the Dobbs decision. Uh, they've been right on that, bird dog in that one. Seven months now, eight yeah. months? Since uh, I think March 2nd was when that was leaked, that decision. Yeah, the FBI's reputation has taken a big hit, uh, but but uh, for multiple reasons. And we remember what happened with Hillary Clinton. Must we relive that again? No, we must not. What difference but does it make? <laughs> right. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, I'm pretty sorry good, to say that was a pretty good imitation of a woman. Uh, but she was talking about Benghazi <laughs> investigation then. But um, she she destroyed all the evidence. Yes, she uh, did. Huh? And, and like what, wipe it with a cloth? Yeah. She destroyed all the evidence about her. Well, the, well she had someone do it for her. Yeah. And, and, of course, the server that she put in her basement while she was working for the State Department, the intent of that was to hide her actions from oversight mm. by Congress. That's, that's the reason you put it in the basement in the first place. Right. right? And, and you do you State Department business on emails that were not secure. So you didn't want to go back into that, but now you are. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. <laughs> All right, next story, Chris. Well, this I digress for another 10 minutes on that story. Again. This headline is not necessarily new, and I say it that way because we have said this for going on about two years now. Um, but there are news articles out there today, and there have been news interviews throughout the morning on cable television news programs on how COVID deaths and hospitalizations may have been overcounted. Now, let's take a, a trip in the Wayback Machine a little bit to uh, March or April of 2020. Dr. Deborah Burks, who, alongside with uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci and Vice President Pence... Sc- were, the scarf doctor. Yes. She was part of the coronavirus task force uh, team uh, under the Trump administration. And in early spring 2020, Dr. Deborah Burks said at a press briefing that if you, are, if you die with COVID, you were being counted as having died from COVID. So it's not new or it shouldn't be viewed as new, that COVID deaths and hospitalizations may have been overcounted. What is interesting here is that there are news articles and interviews today that say hospitalizations and deaths may have been overcounted by as much as 50%. If that is the case, then it totally blows a hole in the whole argument that this has been the worst thing we've ever experienced and we have to print money willy-nilly to combat this and continue to go after stuff and wear masks and all that. I do have a bit of audio here, and it's just one medical person's opinion, but it is Fox News medical contributor Dr. Jeanette Neshwat 
On news that COVID deaths and hospitalizations may have been overcounted by 50%. Clip one. Well, say you're in a car accident or you're having surgery or maybe a gunshot wound and you go to the hospital. They're testing and swabbing everyone that enters the hospital. So you may be hospitalized for a car accident and just incidentally, um, you know, secondarily may have been uh, diagnosed and with COVID. That doesn't mean you're hospitalized for COVID. That doesn't mean you've died from COVID. It's just but you have to have a secondary. But they were that as COVID? Yes. And that's why we need to make sure we get those numbers right. You know, it's estimated some uh, hospitals, for example, have up to 90 percent of their hospitalizations are inaccurately uh, calculated to have been COVID hospitalizations. And then as low as 10 percent. Was that agenda or was that administrative? I think it's just lack of organization. I don't think it was intentional. But we know now the truth. And it's important that we, uh, you know, have protocols and regulations based on that. You've always been great about all this. Now, to add to that. Um, there have long been claims and reports that uh, hospitals were getting paid more, more money by the federal government if a patient was listed as having COVID and being on ventilators. That has long been out there. And in April of 2020, guys, USA Today did a fact check on claims uh, that hospitals get paid more if patients are listed as having COVID and they're on ventilators. And I kid you not, the ruling from USA Today uh, in April of 2020 said that was true. Was like forty thousand dollars. Yes, something crazy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Look, we we've said over the last couple of years. To it now, we're getting close to three years. Okay, it's not just a couple of years after uh, three years. Um, we've we've said many times on this program that eventually the truth was going to come out about all the all the mistakes. Mm-hmm. I, I like what this. Uh, what was her name again, Doctor? Jeanette Neshwat. Neshwat? hmm Okay. Uh, that uh, I appreciate what she is saying here, that I, I, I want to personally be careful and not to ascribe sinister motives to everyone involved in this. I'm not saying some people didn't. I'm just saying probably the majority of people were just flying by the seat of their pants, trying to figure this out as they went along. But the truth eventually is going to come out. And this is going to be a blow. We were talking about the FBI just a few minutes ago. Probably a lot of fine FBI agents, men and women who do the best they can. They don't like to have a blow to their integrity, like which is that which is happening to the FBI generally. And I'm sure that is true about men and women in medicine and science and the healthcare industry. But it is going to be a blow to the integrity of that field Mm -hmm. because this kind of information is going to come out. There are going to be documentaries. There are going to be books written. There are going to be investigations. And one thing I do know about politics, they always want to cover their own backside. So they are going to blame somebody for the things that the American people were put through over, especially the first two years of the COVID pandemic scare. And All these people saying you should follow the science, well, you know what? Science is going to take a big hit. People for a generation are going to say, you want me to follow the science? What about COVID? Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's my little hobby horse. This is the kind of stuff that's going to come out 50%. Anytime you introduce uh, financial incentive into anything, uh, you're going to get more of it. Because that's human nature, and so so that's why I don't trust these numbers. Is this well, I, I, what the doctors say? And I agree with her. So, 
So what? But her bottom line is that, uh, and this she was on CNN. Oh, uh, that was the Fox. That was Prince. Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, what was her name? Doctor Jeanette Neshwat. <clears throat> Neshwat. Uh, it's spelled in. I shared the link on our Facebook page. It's her last name is spelled N E S H E I W A T. Okay. I remember hearing the story about a gentleman. Uh, this is somebody. Uh, uh, I knew friend of a friend of a friend, I guess you could say. But you knew him? I didn't know him. No, I didn't oh, okay. know him personally. This is back during the, when the pandemic started. <clears throat> anyway, the uh, wife ended up, she passed away of cancer, right? Mm-hmm. Her uh, and her, but she had a life insurance policy. Her husband did for cancer, and the uh, insurance company rejected it because she she got COVID. The insurance company said she died of COVID, yeah. not cancer, because she had COVID. Wow, I hadn't thought about that. She had COVID, so the insurance. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She really passed away of cancer. But the insurance company denied because she had COVID, and they said no, she died of COVID. So, how did that ever play out? I didn't hear the how that he sued her. He sued him. The gentleman sued him, but I don't know how the court case yeah. ever ended up. Yeah, I I, I'm just saying. I use that as an example. There was a lot of manipulation in a lot of ways over the whole COVID pandemic. Uh, when it comes, because again, we're talking about hospitals were incentivized because they get more money if people got COVID. Right, I mean that was true. Right. Yeah, right. and and place on a ventilator, the, the forty thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, and I just want to say on those a ventilators level, didn't work. By the way, did they? People, uh, almost everybody died. Many with, people put, did. Put yes. Event. Yeah. Go ahead. I do want to say, like personally, I'm not diminishing the concern about COVID. I had it last year. Family members had it. I think virtually everybody listening probably knows somebody in their church congregation that had it and had a terrible bout with it. Uh, so if you don't feel well, do seek medical attention and, you know. Well, let me just say one additional thing. Okay. Now I've told this story before, but it's been a long time. So when I first went into journalism, went to work for a weekly newspaper uh, in central Mississippi for my interview. And I was working part-time with the church, but I had needed a full-time job. So I was going to write for a newspaper when in my interview, the editor and then the owner of the paper asked me, they said, what is the job of a newspaper? And I said, uh, well, to get the information and the facts out there for people. And they said, nope, it's to make money. They said, this is a business and we will run it like a business. And I want to say the same thing about the medical, the, the health and healthcare industry. Okay. It is filled with people who want to help. People get better, but it is run as a business. And I'm not sure that – I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. And I'm and I'm pretty sure there's not any other real way to do it because of all the red tape and all the, all the regulations and so on and so forth. And you don't want to get sued and lose, you know, millions and millions of dollars. But make no mistake, it is run as a business, and when – you have something like this come along, $40,000 for COVID cases on ventilators, and then I had heard that they would get money from the federal government 
for treating people with COVID, then hospitals are going to take advantage of that. And they're going to say to the intake people, uh, make sure COVID is on everything you can put it on. Yes, especially at a time in which governors and state health officers were telling hospitals, don't do anything that's not necessary. Right. Because that's how a hospital makes a ton of money is on like elective surgeries surgeries to make you look better or more fuller and or or just uh, surgeries that could be postponed Mm -hmm. so those hospitals were losing money and that's why i say that that uh business mentality puts pressure on hospitals so i am not shocked at what this chris uh, lady said did you say more fuller, Chris? Uh, more fuller, I did. I just want to make sure I heard you right. I, I do. I do want to brag. I was part of that first generation in which uh, the legalization of gambling in my state was going to benefit public education, and I proved that it did not. <laughs> <laughs> At least in your particular case, right? <laughs> Got about a minute to go. Yes, I do want to point out something. Um, gas prices. We have covered them at times on the show. Uh, today's national average is $3.30, which is roughly the same price as it was this time last year so we're back to pretty much the levels we were paying last year not to say 330 a gallon for regular is a bargain because it is not that is the national average however diesel uh is still under five bucks and i bring that up because whether you drive a diesel powered car or not uh the price of your clothing and grocery items that you're buying that's all brought to a store thanks to a diesel powered vehicle so if you can bring those prices down it will theoretically at some point Bring prices down for the goods that you want and need. So it, it seems like gas prices and diesel prices have been going up in the last several weeks. Is that Yeah, true? some of that was uh, demand, supposedly. Uh, okay. But uh, we're going to probably come back down because historically speaking, regardless of who's in the White House, this is the time of year when prices are falling. They'll pick back up going into spring because people hit the road for vacations. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Chris. Thank you. Ed and I shall return with more of today's issues with Steve Paisley Jordahl coming up in about five minutes from now. We'll see you back here then. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.